0: From COK Studios in Joe Palka's Pup Tent, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: On today's show, we'll consider an update on the tenuous negotiations between the U.S. and North Korea.
1: We'll also consider a new album by innovative vocalist Hilda Scooby. In our music series, Consider The Sound.
0: And we'll consider whether Propecia is right for me. Stay with us.
2: Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Benedict's Cumberbuns, a full-service men's clothing boutique specializing in a wide variety of stylish and affordable Cumberbunds, not affiliated in any way with Benedict Cumberbatch. And... Funtime Mountain, a roller coaster park for the whole family. Now offering Funtime Summertime Ride Time passes for the Tilt-A-Hurl, the Bolt Loosener, and the Premature Ejector.
0: This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
2: And
1: I'm Dinah Jones Mallow.
0: It's been an interesting back and forth between the U.S. and North Korea in the past week over whether the two countries will meet at a summit in June. Both sides have been talking tough while also leaving the door open for a possible meeting.
1: President Trump called off the June 12th summit with Kim Jong-un last Thursday, citing tremendous anger and open hostility from North Korea as the reason why the meeting would be inappropriate to hold. But less than 24 hours later, Trump said the June 12th meeting would still be possible.
0: A surprise meeting between North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and South Korean President Moon Jae-in occurred Saturday, and now, according to a statement from the State Department on Sunday, a U.S. delegation is in ongoing talks with North Korean officials at Panmunjom.
1: Speaking at the White House Saturday evening, Trump said plans for the summit were going along very well. He said meetings were ongoing and that the denuclearization of the Korean peninsula would be a great thing for North Korea.
0: Joining us now in the studio to help make sense of this on-again, off-again summit are international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds, and Kim Kim, an expert from the Kim Foundation on Korean diplomacy. Glad to have you both with us. Hey! Hello. Mr. Kim, what are you seeing as the primary motivation for North Korea with this summit meeting? I think that we can see it's a mostly economic one. Kim Jong-un needs this to work, and that's why he's been keeping the door open via South Korea. Whether he will fully commit to denuclearization is another matter. Well, he did blow up North Korea's testing facility last week as a gesture of good faith. Yes, but like all great megalomaniacs, he probably has multiple underground layers. I mean, look at how many golf courses Trump has. If he shuts down one, he'll just go on to the next one. Fair enough. Melissa, what are you hearing from your sources?
3: Well, Connor, this thing is super cray cray. I literally can't even keep up. I feel like it changes every five minutes. It does. <laughs> right? I heard from my friend Kim's brother Kim, who knows this guy Kim, who works with the South Korean government, who says that both Trump and Kim Jong-un just want to have the upper hand. So they keep backing out to see if the other one will just beg to keep the summit happening. It's worse than when my friends Katie and Cody were trying to not admit that they liked each other.
0: Well, that sounds annoying.
3: Oh my God, it so was. Cody was like Trump because he was all... Katie can't do any better than me so she should just come on and ask me to ask her out already but Katie was like um I'm hot so he should just ask me because of how hot I am and Cody would tell other people how hot Katie was but like never tell her to her face. And when they were in the same place, like Maddie Kirkland's luau party, they were just like all weird and didn't talk in junk and flirted with other people to make each other jealous and crap. I mean, it totally worked, BT dubs. And they both got wicked jealous. Then our other friend Sabrina was like South Korea because she kept trying to get them to go out. And then she got them to agree to go to OMG McFlippies after the dance concert. But Cody totally backed out at the last minute when Tony told him that Katie was only going because she knew he would pay for her Southwestern fajita strips. He texted her to say maybe he'd meet her at the park, but only if she begged him to come.
0: So what happened?
3: I don't know. This was, like, five minutes ago, so I had to put my phone away. Hold on, let me check my snaps. Uh Uh-oh. It looks like Katie told Cody she's going to key his car if he doesn't ask her out himself. Oh, God. They like each other. Just get over it already. Anyways... I just see a ton of parallels between this Katie and Cody situation and the U.S.-North Korea sitch. It's volatile, it's annoying, and it's between two really immature lame wads.
0: Our world leaders are now acting like teenagers in heat. Wonderful. It's pretty sad.
3: Oh, totes.
0: That was a very accurate description of the events going on with the U.S.-North Korea summit, however. Oh, Melissa's very good. Indeed.
3: Oh, thanks.
0: We appreciate your thoughts today. You're welcome. No
3: problem!
0: That was international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl Melissa Reynolds and Kim Kim, an expert on Korean diplomacy. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our music series, Consider the Sound. A few years ago, we profiled a talented young artist named Hilda Scooby, whose only instruments are the ones she makes up with her mouth. Hilda is back with a very edgy new album and is currently on tour promoting it. Dinah caught up with Hilda and her band to talk about how her career is changing the music world.
1: Hilda Scooby, welcome back to Consider the Sound. (laughs) I'm so stoked! to be here with you. (laughs) Tell us about the genesis for your new album because it's really got a unique sound.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it does. I've been traveling the world the past two years looking for new sounds and that I could duplicate with my mouth because that's how I make my music. I went all over just listening for sounds like this. (laughs) That's an angry minor bird. Or this, that's an old man slurping tapioca pudding. Or this, that's the horn of a Fiat 500.
1: Wow. So, where did you go on your two-year journey?
2: All over. I was in Italy and Sumatra and Burma. (laughs) Sorry, you probably know it as Myanmar. I was in Death Valley and Ohio and Orlando. This is the sound of the wind across the desert in Death Valley. And this is the sound of a child crying in line at Star Tours in Disney World. (coughs) I used all this natural music in my new album. These are the sounds of the new music I'm creating.
1: So, do you play
2: any instruments at all? No. Never. I once played the tuba on a dare, but that's it! Every sound that is on my album came from my mouth or the mouths of my backup band. Yes, this is the first time you've used a backup band. Tell us about that. Well, I wanted more sound, and since I only have one mouth, (laughs) wink, I needed more mouths. More mouths equals more sound. It's just math. I see. What's the name of the band? the Scooby Snacks. It's just two guys with some very talented sound-making mouths. I had to work with them a lot because not everybody can duplicate the sounds of a gerbil and heat like I can. You want to hear what that sounds like? (laughs) Impeccable. Oh, you know what that sounds like. My gift is hard to transfer, but I think we did a great job as we worked on the album. Right, guys? Oh, yeah!
1: Oh, introduce us to the rest of the band, if you wouldn't mind. Sure
2: thing. Over here, we've got Skip His specialties are groaning, panting, and piano noises.
3: I was a concert pianist until I heard Hilda's first album, "Span New to Your Ears. And then I was hooked. I stopped playing the piano and started using my mouth as my instrument. I haven't touched a piano in six years. I've also been unemployed and living in a shed on my parents' property since then, but uh, but I'll do anything for my music.
2: Skip is the best. He kept sending me letters, and then we finally met over absinthe and ladyfingers, and we just clicked musically. Not in any other way, though. Skip is gross.
0: Yeah, I'm quite unattractive.
2: Skip, make some piano sounds for the people. Ooh, piano sounds. Piano sounds, piano sounds. Oh, brilliant. Wow. Sounds exactly like a piano, right? Yeah. Over here is Murphy Moon. He's my go-to for the high-pitched sounds and the lowest of the low. His range is incredible.
1: Thanks. I was in choir as a kid, but then when my voice changed, they kicked me out. I can still hit the high notes in falsetto, though. I went to college, and then I was the bass baritone for a series of barbershop quartets. The Dapper Dans, the Lucky Larrys, the Handsome Hunks... The Merry Melody Makers, the Burly Bears, that was a gay quartet. The Roaming Rovers, the Barber Shoppingtons, the Sterling Silvers, the Nervous Nellies, the Frisky Freddies. How many barbershop quartets were you in? Only ten more. You know, for the sake of brevity, let's
2: just hear a song from the new album. Sure, we did our own remix of a song that was very popular a few years back, but we've added our own twist to it. (muchas) Piano says 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 piano piano says 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 piano 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 piano
0: Piano, sound, doo, 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 doo. piano sounds, piano sounds, piano sounds, piano sounds,
2: piano <sighs> <sighs> What do you think?
1: It's unlike anything I've ever heard before. <laughs> Told you. Didn't I tell her, boys?
0: Dude, yeah, you did.
1: <gasps> Hilda Scooby and the Scooby Snacks, we appreciate the time today. Yes. Me too. I'm <laughs> brilliant. Hilda Scooby and the Scooby Snacks new album, Ear Pregnancy, is out now and available on Hilda's personal music streaming service, Scoobify. For Consider the Sound, I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: Now it's time for our weekly Big Little Win segment because we need to celebrate all the wins we can.
1: Congrats to Ben Jenkins in Omaha, who decided not to serve grilled shrimp at a family barbecue this weekend, which was good because of his cousin Bradley's deadly shellfish allergy. Ben didn't remember about Bradley's allergy and only decided against the shrimp because they were too expensive, but that doesn't make this any less of a big little win.
0: Our other big little win comes from Denise Frazier in Seattle, who finally remembered the name of the bass player from Guns N' Roses when your boyfriend quizzed you on the band for the umpteenth time. Lester was so proud when you said Duff McKagan that he let you choose which GNR album to play while you made out on the futon in his parents' basement. Well done!
1: And a big little win to Arrested Development for Season 5. Way to go, Blues! If you or someone you know has a big little win, share it with us on Facebook or Twitter.
0: That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurNo. To download the podcast, you can get it at Stitcher and at iTunes. A very special thanks this week to Barbara Gray. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley.
2: <musión> Piadas oh. <tose> a <pierce>, <tose>